Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series called How to Praise and Worship. And our text scripture is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And we've been talking about what is in spirit and in truth. And it's referring to John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. And I believe it speaks to who we are or who we be. That's improper English, I understand that. But it's who we be or who we are all the time. It's much more than what we do every now and then. It's a lifestyle. John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. But the hour is coming, and now is, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So what does the Father seek? Well, it's very important to understand this. It's major. True worshipers are those who worship him in spirit and truth. And as we said yesterday, it's the voice of those who will, those who are, those who be. It's the fruit of our lips giving thanks truthfully. It's a living sacrifice, full-time, not part-time. Well, how do true worshipers handle trials and tribulations that come to steal their praise and worship? Well, yes, the tests and trials of life want to steal our praise. This will take more than mere mind and body power. This will take spirit power. This will take spirit-to-spirit and heart-to-heart power. This will take trust and faith, which can only be generated from our heart. Typically, with trials and tribulations, the body and mind will draw back in fear. I call that backsliding. If we let that rule, we will pull away from our faith and trust in God and lose our safety line. What do we do? Well, we can do exactly what Abraham did when he was attacked with fear. In Romans chapter 4, verse 20, he says, He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Now listen to this. Are you ready for it? Here it comes but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Yes, Abraham was challenged with unbelief, but he knew exactly what to do. He used praise and worship to strengthen his faith. He used his praise like a weapon. How do we fight against things that are trying to steal our praise? Well, we praise God even more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My God is more than enough. Well, why does this work? Well, that's because worship is a weapon. Have you ever felt like you're constantly on the defense, putting out one fire after the next and not really getting anywhere or gaining any ground? 
kind of like picking up the mess inside the house that everyone else has left, only to find another trail of mess they left outside. One thing we must realize is praise and worship is not defensive or passive, waiting for the next problem. Praise is on the offense. Worship is taking ground, not just guarding it in case there's an attack. From the beginning, there has been a war with worship. This war has never stopped. Lucifer decided to change the direction of his worship to himself. Big mistake. He wanted the position of God. He wanted to take over God's territory, God's creation, God's servants, God's riches, God's power, and everything God had. He thought he was more worthy, smarter, better looking, and a better and stronger leader. He thought he could lead a coup and take all of God's servants, his angels. He went from the defensive for God to the offensive against God and lost everything. He overrated himself and severely underestimated God. He's still trying to run his program. He wants us to overrate ourselves and to underestimate God too. He wants us to overrate him and worship him. However, that doesn't happen unless we first underestimate God. Lucifer, now known as Satan, is a liar and thief. He tells lies to steal the word. If we understand God's word, we will understand God's greatness, his power, and his kingdom. Satan wants to keep us from God's word because he knows he can destroy us for lack of knowledge. That's what Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Satan detests the worship of God because the true worship of God is a weapon against his own kingdom of darkness. It wreaks havoc in his kingdom, rendering his strategies and abilities powerless, leaving his troops in confusion, severely wounded, and running in retreat. It takes territory back for God. Now the word lamentation is a formal expression of sorrow or regret. And this is a story about the lamentation for the king of Tyre, who's actually Satan. It's found in Ezekiel chapter 28, verses 12 through 19. It says, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, a sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created, till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you. And I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the, in, the sight of, in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. Well, 
From that text, we find out that worship was originally created to be used for the purposes of God. Lucifer, now known as Satan, was created as the worship angel of music in the throne room of God. Because of his beauty, wisdom, riches, and abilities, he became corrupt and his eternal desire is to become God and receive all the glory and worship himself. He, Lucifer, was created to worship God. Is it any wonder that when he hears us worship God, it incenses him? His ability to praise God was the greatest ever given to an angel. Even today, he, Satan, can play a melody and sing with such beauty that he has serenaded the world into a love affair with sin. And Satan tried to get Jesus to worship him. We find that in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. It says, Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Jesus quoted the essence of the first four commandments in Exodus 20 to Satan, and Satan ran away. James chapter 4, verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You see, there's competition for our worship. And one of our greatest weapons is our in spirit and truth worship to God. Like it says in John chapter 4, verses 23 through 24. And Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Let's read our text scripture again. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And let's study King Jehoshaphat. This is a great story of worship. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. It happened after this that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon, and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is En Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord, and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 14 through 15 then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid, nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And then in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 21 through 24, it says, And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. 
And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and there were their dead bodies, fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. Just think, Jehoshaphat seeks the Lord for advice against an attack from an enemy, and God says, put the worshipers out front. I would call that worshipers in spirit and truth. Talk about believing God. How would you feel if you were one of the singers? Ever since evil began, man has attempted to discover and build secret weapons. Well, this secret weapon, their praise and worship, confounded the enemy so effectively they went crazy and killed each other. This is one of the best examples of pre-praise and wonder worship. Praise and worship before the battle and before the victory comes. Let's read our text verse one more time. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Well, our time is up, so I hope you return tomorrow at the same time, same place, and same channel, and listen as we continue in our series called How to Praise and Worship. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.